Uh, Adam P. Gilly, good morning to you. How are you? Morning, Jared. Morning, boys. Oh. That, that, was, that was a good way to start the transport, transport report saying the trains are actually running today. <laughs> yep. It's a bonus. And Ubers aren't $500. Yeah, Ubers aren't $500 to get home from work. <laughs> just, Unbelievable. I, I need to go through what we are just speaking about in the ad break there. So you were saying like, when the cricket's on sometimes, Lodz, mm. you sit there in the lounge room and you think you got the timing right that you could face genuine fast bowling, that's like test match fast bowling. That's what I used to think. Used I'd, to think, I'd right. sit there and get up there and I'd, I'd sort of watch them release the ball and then I'd sort of play my shot and then think, yeah, no, I've, I could do this. <laughs> <laughs> I could do this because I've got the timing right. So I've got the timing right. But then, then when I get to the game, then when I get to the game, and I watch it, I go, wow. Yeah, I didn't even see if that. If you side on, you can't see the ball sometimes. And you're six beers deep. That, no, that's before <laughs> I had a beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's the perfect yeah. sport for television. Like, even taking a catch. You see catches dropped yeah. in slip and you go, mate, that's an absolute yeah. soda. It just How doesn't do look fast, that? does it? But it's not only the speed of it. Mm. Like, if someone plays a cut shot and you're fielding in slip, it's oh, so it's hard yeah. to pick up depth, uh, length, speed. And then the other thing about a cricket ball, it, it moves in the air. So like when you're batting, sometimes the ball swings. Yeah. When you're catching, it, it, the ball doesn't necessarily yeah. come straight to you. It swings and moves as well. I don't well. want to know that. All yeah. I know is that when I'm playing the ball in front of the TV. <laughs> it's easy. It's easy. Yeah, I've got, you've got Dale Stane covered. <laughs> I've got them all covered. Sean Tate a lot. Yeah. Sorry, Adam. Had to clarify. <laughs> no, that, that, that's right, James. This, I mean, this is some of the conversations. But I'm the same. <laughs> hey, you show me the biggest front row when he runs at me on the t- through the TV screen. I've got him yeah, covered. Got him. I wrap him around the legs. Legs, mate. That's <laughs> it. Uh, Jake. Here you go, yeah, buddy. Sorry, Joe, I was going to say, Clucky, you should get lost down to the bowling machine. Just I get the dis- bowling machine. We just said that. Just said that. I said the best yeah. way to actually feel it, a bowling machine, you know the length. Like, you can pitch it up yeah. so you know you're not going to get hurt. And you can stand to the side, watch a couple, then step a bit closer, then step a bit closer, and just put it on that 145K so you can, yeah, feel yeah. how fast it is. But, you- <laughs> yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. Oh. We might have to televise that oh, segment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, J-Mac, what's doing? Suspended yesterday. Day, gone for slipper day? No, he's not, Jared. Oh, he's he's not, not, I don't think. No, I got I got a tip off very, very late last night that the dates might be changed and it could be able to ride on slipper day and he'll miss the Tancred Stakes Day, which is the following Saturday okay. of the last last day of the Rose Hill Carnival, which I suppose is really good news for, for J Math because he had what's he got? Four of the five favourites, four of the five group one favourites as it stands at the moment on slipper day. We know he's got the ride on cylinder in the slipper who's Currently the ruling favourite, Animo in the George Ryder, Pericles obviously, and, and, and lost and running in the Galaxy too. So I know the initial reports were after the inquiry last night that he was going to miss Slipper Day, but I just got a little tip-off from someone very, very late last night that the dates might be amended to, to mean he can ride on Slipper Day and he'll miss the following Saturday. So that's good news for J-Mac. Obviously, it was a bit of a brain fade, and he does his own words in the last race there on the Kenzo. The one point I do want to make very quickly, Jared, if that's all right, is that I'm not going to get howled down for saying this, but there is so much at stake throughout this autumn carnival, as well as the spring too. And I sometimes question why jockeys ride so much during the week. Like if they're riding provincials during the week and midweeks on a Wednesday, I know trainers and owners want them to ride their horses as much as possible. And that's just been the relentless nature of being a jockey. But sometimes I wonder if guys can just take a step back and say, okay, I'm just going to miss this Wednesday. I'm just going to miss this provincial meeting just to make sure I'm okay and fully fit for the for the Saturday coming up or the Saturday in two weeks' time. So just some, just some food for thought there. Uh, Kieran Ma, what's he expanding here in Sydney? 
Yeah, he is, Loz. The ATC announced yesterday he was expanding his footprint up here in Sydney and picking up an extra uh, uh, 30 boxes at Warwick Farms to sort of complement, I suppose, the 50-odd boxes he already got up here in Sydney. And I suppose as part of that condition is, is that Kieran Maher is going to relocate himself to, to live in Sydney to oversee the, the operation up here in New South Wales. We all know what sort of trainer Kieran is. He's in partnership with David Eustace. He's been basically the next big thing in Australian racing for a number of years now, and he's got boxes pretty much everywhere, all over the country, essentially. But to expand his, uh, I suppose, his stable base in Sydney is a, a massive coup for New South Wales racing. He'll, he'll obviously be winning a lot more races up here in Sydney in the coming years. And, yeah, I found that a really fascinating development there yesterday. And, uh, well, speaking of uh, J-Mac, Enemo, it's going to go to the George Ryder on Sunday. Yeah, good often announced, yeah, good often announced this, Jared, um, midway through yesterday afternoon, James Cummings informed the stewards that his next target will be the George Ryder Stakes with James McDonald booked. And there was a score thought that potentially he could head towards the Randvert Stakes which is a 2,000-metre race, obviously, on Slipper Day. But I think James and Vin Cox and the whole Godolphin operation want to try and keep a bit of freshness in his legs. And let's be honest, he's just he's just um, tracking the, the usual Winks tried and tested path, isn't it? Going from Chipping Norton, dropping back to the to the 1,500 metres of the George Ryder, and then he'll go bang into the Queensland Estates at 2,000 metres. So, yep, that'll be his next target. Probably second-last run in Australia before he heads overseas. So let's just savour it while we can see him. And the Birdsville Jigger Saga is over. Thank God for this, Jared. It's finally finished. The Queensland stewards have handed out their punishments there yesterday. Uh, trainer Todd Austin's been disqualified for five years. The jockey Rick McMahon, three and a half years. And Todd Austin's wife, the stable hand Tony, has got 12 months as well. So let's hope we can finally put this long and messy saga to rest. I cannot believe it started with a photo being taken, a track work, and it's gone all the way to this. But, yep, some pretty hefty penalties, and I'd probably say fairly, fairly so. Okay, mate. Thank you. Have a good day. Chat tomorrow. See you, boys.